For many people, pets are like children. They're part of the family, and should a pet disappear, it can be a traumatic experience for their owners. That's exactly what happened to a Cape Town journalist last weekend. Lizette Lombard was walking her Jack Russell on Table Mountain when her dog, that had been walking behind her, suddenly disappeared from sight. What followed was chilling. I'm Catherine Rice, journalist for News24's Multimedia Department, and this is The Story. This week we'll be taking a closer look at whether dog napping is on the rise, and we'll hear about the police's reaction in this particular case. You're listening to The Story. It's a podcast by News24. We'll speak to journalists and experts about the week's biggest story. This is what we saw, heard and uncovered this week. We're talking to News24 journalist Malibongwe Daimani who covered this case. Malibongwe, thanks for your time. Tell us exactly what happened. Thank you so much, uh, Catherine. Well, Lizette Lombard, a 45-year-old finance journalist uh, based in Cape Town, was uh, exercising. Uh, on Table Mountain, uh, moving towards Rhodes Memorial. She was um, in the bushes when she noticed that her dog, which was uh, walking behind her, a 12-year-old uh, Jack Russell named Jolly, had disappeared. And she searched uh, frantically for about three hours uh, without luck. Then she received a phone call uh, from a man who then told her that uh, he has the dog and he won't tell her until she gives her him money. And after that, uh, Lizette uh, contacted the police and let them know what was happening. So together with the police, they tried to negotiate with the dog nappers, but the police were undercover. Uh, one of the cops pretended to be uh, Lombard's uh, husband and wanted to know exactly where the dog nappers were. But Lombard was the one who was uh, taking charge, was uh, speaking with, with, the, with the dog nappers. They, first of all, they wanted her to meet them somewhere near Belleville, uh, but no, Lombard uh, refused and said, look, let's meet uh, maybe at somewhere central at Mowbray police station to ensure a safe passage of my dog and to ensure that I'm also safe. But these guys did not want that. Uh, they kept changing directions until they agreed to meet her uh, near Blue Root uh, Mall. Now, Lombard told us that this was not the first time where she would lose uh, her dog, but normally normal people will just call her, check the the tag of of, of the name tag of the dog around uh, its uh, neck and 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 call that number and say, look, we have your dog. Where are you? We are here in the forest. Okay, let's meet uh, near the cars. But these guys, these guys who had uh, Jolly were not those type of people. They made it clear from the, uh, from the onset that. They wanted money, which uh, has raised fears uh, about a a dog uh, snatching syndicate operating uh, near uh, the table table mountain. And Lombard even went on to say that actually the police had informed her that there was a well-organized group of people who were uh, kidnapping dogs, you know, for ransom. So that's what happened, and eventually they met, they met at 7 p.m. on Saturday, and the, the kidnapping happened around 11 a.m. 
So at 7 p.m. Uh, late in the evening, Lombard, together with the police who were driving behind her in an unmarked vehicle, went to near the Blue Root Mall where the exchange, uh, the exchange happened. So Lombard had to pay 500 rands to a group of uh, four men uh, driving in a white uh, Mazda Acute. And yeah, that's what happened. Malibongo, have you managed to speak to the police? You've reported that they didn't believe a crime had been committed. Look, I spoke to the Western Cape Police uh, spokesperson, Brigadier Novella Potelwa, and she informed us that this incident was not even uh, recorded in the occurrence book at the police station. But the police in question who were there when this happened were assisting uh, Lombard to reunite with her dog. And she spoke to the, poli- to the policeman and after that she called me back and informed me that, look, the police could not arrest the the suspects because they believed there was no crime uh, that happened. And uh, I was shocked because uh, Lombard, the victim, uh, informed us that the the dog nappers had tried, had, uh, in fact, they successfully um, extorted uh, money from her. And even one of them, when she met one of them uh, outside uh, her car. This guy came with a broken bottle and wanted the money, and then that's where this, uh, when the exchange happened. And the police, two policemen, two sergeants, uh, whose, no, whose names are, are known to News24, were actually there, there as well, you know, uh, watching from nearby. But Lombard is hailing the cops as, as heroes. Uh, she doesn't have anything to say against them. She said they were fantastic. They escorted her and then they made sure that after she had paid the 500 rands, the, the, these thugs uh, did not flee with, with her dog and maybe try to get more money uh, uh, from her. So she thinks the police are actually the heroes in this incident, uh, which is, I, I found a bit strange, you know. Absolutely. I, and it's certainly a, a concern for pet owners and hopefully not the start of a rise in dog nappings. Malibongwe, thank you so much for your time. That was Malibongwe Diamani, News24 journalist. We're now joined by the Animal Welfare Society of South Africa spokesperson, Alan Perrins. Alan, is this the first case you've heard about like this? Unfortunately not. Uh, I am aware of another very similar case that happened a few years ago in the Plumstead area. But in that case, I seem to recall uh, that the extortionist was apprehended by SAPS and the dog reunited with his owner. What would your message be to pet owners to help them protect their animals from this kind of thing? They need to be vigilant, especially if they're walking alone. I would highly recommend that they always walk their dogs on a leash and they could try a slightly novel approach as well they could consider changing the wording of their dog's tag to read scan me instead of um, having their name and contact number on the dog's tag 
In the past, Alan, you know, there have been dog nappings where criminals have sold the animals, but this is the first case I've heard of where a ransom was demanded of the owner. Are you concerned that a syndicate may be behind this? No, we don't believe this incident to be an organized crime, but rather an opportunistic one. And how often are dogs stolen and then sold on to new owners? We are not sure, but judging by the number of dogs reported lost or missing every day, I think we can safely assume that pets, especially high-value and exotic pets, are targeted by criminals. Alan, in this case, the police made no arrests, yet accompanied the pet owner when she handed over the money. What is your reaction to how they handled the situation? Well, when we learned that Saps witnessed the handover and allowed the gang of criminals to proceed, we were shocked. In our opinion, they lost a golden opportunity to arrest those responsible and their failure to act can only be interpreted as gross incompetence and an indictment on SAPS. Do you feel police don't take crimes involving animals as seriously because of the caseloads they have involving violent crimes against people? Or is it simply a case of inefficiency? I think that's a bit of a harsh generalization uh, because there's no denying the fact that most of the detectives are overburdened. But in this specific case, we would suggest that it is a case of gross inefficiency. Well, thank you so much for your time. That was Alan Perrins of the Animal Welfare Society of South Africa. That's all we have time for this week. I'm Catherine Rice, and this episode was produced with the help of Amy Gibbons.